Frazier and Maestro Styles, you know we got one Right back like we left some We don't duck smoke, we want all of it So line them up, Trey shot with the blade, you know we sizing it up I'm quick to catch the fade, you know Styles making the cut Cause we coming out clean every time that we showing up It's gonna be called The Barbershop What up, what up, folks? What's good? Welcome to another episode of the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. You can watch us now live on our Twitter handle at BarbershopSPOR2. Also, you can watch us live on our YouTube channel and our Facebook page as well on Facebook Live. And you can follow us, um, not this video live, but you can follow us on our IG at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. I'm Trey Frazier. And I got my brother Maestro Styles here with me today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's good, man? How we living? Cool, man. Hey, tired as hell, but hey, consistency. We here. We here, man. We here. We we here. Um, hell, heck of a fight over the weekend. Yeah, uh, man. Yeah, <laughs> man. Uh, you ain't even had you just you just intro right into right into it because I was damn sure about to just go ahead and get that out the way real quick, man. Um, obviously. Uh, Bud Crawford uh, beat the dog shit out of Earl Spence, uh, TKO in the ninth, if I'm not mistaken. Um, hey, Bud, my bad, bro. It's not that I thought. It's not that I thought you were not nice. That's that wasn't the issue. Um, I it was you. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I had, I, I thought Earl Spence was going to come more, come correct, and he. But didn't. you also said that you didn't like. When niggas be challenging you, you said that last week. Oh, that's just why. That, that that's just about the. <laughs> that's just about me taking the bet. But you know what I'm saying. But as far yeah. as the actual fight, um, yeah. yeah, like I, you know, it's not that I didn't think that Bud Crawford could win. Mm-hmm. I just didn't think he would win. Um, and it was because I thought Earl Spence was going to come a little more official than that. But it seems like the game plan wasn't mm-hmm. good. Um, I mean, I, I know that traditionally, um. Errol Spence likes to come forward. That's just what he likes to do. And Bud Crawford was prepared for it. Um, I think uh, somebody was telling me that he said in the uh, post game that, uh, you know, in the first he that Bud Crawford said he pretty much knew after the first round that this was about to be uh, easy work. And um, and then the second round happened when he dropped him the first time. It, it, it seems like it seemed like from the rip um, it. Bud Crawford knew he had this fight. Um, I'll be honest with you. Um, I didn't like uh, Errol Spence's energy coming in, like from the walk-in yeah. and him at the ring. I didn't like that. And right, um, right. and say what you want about Eminem, but lose yourself. Once lose yourself comes on, you know whoever mm-hmm. played that song, that motherfucker, that motherfucker mean business. That yeah. motherfucker mean business when lose yourself come on. So I mean, Bud, uh, shout out to Bud Crawford. Congratulations, um, all the way round champion. Um, and ain't nobody really fucking with him at one forty seven. And to be honest, ain't nobody really fucking with him at one fifty four unless you're talking about Canelo Alvarez. So uh, Bud Crawford mm-hmm. right now best pound for pound boxer. So shout out to him. So I'm gonna ask you a question because I don't follow boxing the way you and a train follow it what about 
a Tank Davis versus Bud it's too small matchup. Too, too, too small. small. Okay. It's too small. He said. Small. I mean, he okay. said he wouldn't come up to one forty seven for it. But uh, but I mean, but but Bud Crawford was asked about it, and he said Javante Davis was too small. Um, oh, and okay. and I and I tend to agree. I mean, I, I mean, I ain't no uh, I ain't no expert, but um, yeah. I think he had one thirty four, right? One thirty. One thirty, uh, yeah, yeah, something like that. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that's gonna work out for for him in his favor. Mm-hmm. And, he, and, and he got his own, and he got his own shit to deal with at, at his weight class, and the and the likes right. of Devin Haney and Shakur Stevenson. So you know, right, 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 yeah. Because in my head, I'm thinking, ooh, that's box office right there. If they could ever, yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. If, if he actually, you know, if they actually put that together, sure, we'd all watch it. But, um, yeah, yeah but I don't, I, I, yeah. But he, obviously, a lot would have to happen for that to really become a reality. Well, I don't know how. I don't know all the particulars of what would have to happen. I mean, to be honest with you, um, I don't know. I don't know that it would be that difficult outside of the fact that no, like, like he. I feel like aside from the weight class, aside yeah, from I don't, weight class yeah, change, I, don't, yeah. I would assume if if he can gain the weight and make the weight, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't I don't know of any other uh, pressing particulars. Yeah, I, I don't know about him, but like I said, right, uh, right. too small, too small. Uh-huh. Well, I, if I'm not mistaken, Tank still has some legal stuff to I guess, uh, kind of take care of. Yeah, that too. But I, you know, I ain't, I don't think that would I don't think that would stop him from. Fighting Bud Crawford, I think they could they could sweep that under the rug, not sweep mm. it under the rug, but they can get that dealt with. Yeah, no, I, I hear you, I hear you on that. Um, I I gotta tell you, man, because you know I went to New York this weekend, and I'm so blown that I didn't get an opportunity to watch this fight live. And I'll be honest with you, just kind of going into the night because we had my niece's party that day and we got back to the house and it was like man am I really going somewhere like I ain't going to no sports bar to you know watch this fight whatever I'll just catch the highlights or whatever yeah and the next morning I get on Instagram and I want to give a shout out to the homie Chris Mathis uh celebrity barber we had on you know a couple months ago and he posted on his IG that he had the projector screen and he was yeah. in the backyard and he had some people over the crib watching the fight. And I was like, I could have yeah. hit this dude up and could have, you know, came through there. So, you know, I, I hit him up on IG and told him, man, I wish I was thinking I would have, you know, slid through. And he was like, yeah, you got my number, bro. Like, you know, you slide through any time. So, um, so a little bit blown that I didn't think about that opportunity until after the fight the next day. And whatnot, but um, shout out to Bud Crawford, man. Um, I thought this was an evenly matched fight going in, as I'm sure everybody did. Um, but yeah, it looked bad, man. It, yeah, <laughs> it was bad. It, it was it bad. bad. He, didn't, he didn't look himself, man. I, I uh, Earl Spence, he didn't look himself. Now I'm not making no excuses for him because this was the fight of his career, so I'm not making no excuses for him. But he didn't look himself. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, got a couple announcements. So our guest tonight is going to be uh, old homie of ours going back to the X-Squad affiliate days. Uh, we got the homie Vince Wright coming on uh, the Sports Done Right podcast uh, based out of Minnesota. Talks all 
uh, Vikings, T-Wolves, you, you know, you name it. Um, that's the dude to go to for uh, Minnesota sports. So he's coming on with us in about 10 minutes. And, uh, you know, we're talking Vikings offseason, Timberwolves, and, you know, we're going to, you know, we've been doing this top five players in the division. So this week we're going to do top five players in the NFC North, which is his division. And so, you know, we're going to have some fun with that. Um, second thing I want to do before um, we move forward, um, if you folks noticed in my shot here, if you're watching live, I uh, have this canvas painting of LeBron James right here. And this is the second time that I'm showcasing it. I, I want to give a shout out to a friend of my mother's who actually sent this to me as a gift okay. over the break. Um, her name is Lolita Hunt Robinson. Um, I think she lives in Georgia down that way. And, um, you know, I just want to say thank you for the canvas art because it's, it's really, really dope. So just want to you know, give, give her a shout out there. And um, just, a, just a side note, um, when this came in the mail, um, shout out to my wife, Debbie. Uh, she looked at it and was like, she was like, who's that? I was like, it's LeBron. Like, you don't recognize that? And she was like, it, she was like, it looked like a Mon Shumpert. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. That's not a nobody's making a canvas of. Hey man, I, I don't know who people. I don't know who people making canvases of. I ain't gonna say that unless unless you Tiana Taylor. Oh, unless you unless you fuck with a Shumper. Some people fuck with a Shumper. He yeah. seemed like a cool nigga. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, I agree. He seems like a cool cat, but nah, nah. I bet you um, he got some canvases of himself. Oh, I'm sure he does. I mean, somebody had to make them. I'm sure he does. Um, wouldn't surprise me. It also wouldn't surprise me if he made him himself. Um, I'm gonna just pay respect to the homie right there. Shout out to a mouse jumper, though. I mean, that kind of feel. I, that kind of felt like shade, but it's all good. <laughs> nah, nah, no shade, no shade whatsoever. But uh, Lolita, thank you, thank you for the canvas art on a on a serious tip. This is this is some dope uh, artwork that um, you know when she's got a lot more of this stuff and. I'll um I guess offline I'll I'll share you her Facebook page at some point because she she's really got some dope stuff on there. All right. Um hey, so while we're waiting for Vince to come on, I, I wanted to um bring this up to you. So I'm scrolling on Twitter and you know it's it's the NBA offseason and I'm noticing a lot of dudes in the NBA are getting married this offseason, right? So Joel Embiid, Jalen Brunson, Trey Young, um, forget the other cat, um, Isaiah Hartenstein uh, with the Knicks. Uh, um, all these cats got married. It seemed like around the, you know, around the same time, whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, that's what's up, you know, you know, doing the thing or whatever. And so you know, there has to be a conversation about you know, their choice of women, because all the women, you know, of the names that I threw out there, they're all white women, right? And so, <laughs> you know, somebody's got to come in there and be like, hey, where's, where's the sisters at? You know, like, what's, what's like, what's, what's going on here? Um, I'm not going to ask you if this is a big deal or no big deal, because I know for you, it's not a big deal. And, you know, for me, it's not a big deal either. 
Um, but I do want to identify that um, there's somewhat of a reason for um, why you see what you see for some folks see, um, you know, these, you know, black athletes marrying white women the way you see them. And I, and I, and I posted it on Twitter um, the other day because, you know, some cats in there was like, yo, like, where's, where's the, you know, where's the black women? And, and, the, and the reality of the matter is, is that um, when it comes to black women's circles in power white institutions, um, it doesn't match with the white women's circles in power white institutions. Um, black women enroll in HBCUs more than they do PWIs. And when you're a black athlete and accepted to these big universities you're more likely gonna see more white women than you are gonna see black women um doesn't mean that you know no black woman you know goes to um you know these big schools it doesn't mean that but it just means that the likelihood that you're gonna you know go into a situation where you're attending school with more black women versus more white women it's just not the reality when you go to a big school like you know some of these athletes do. So mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, you know your, your your thoughts on you know what I hey, said there. Hey man, whoever you love, you love. If you love them, then love on them. Um, but if you, uh, uh, I, I don't know what the statistics of white white women who go to white schools. To black women who go to black schools and 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 I don't know all them numbers. I know that if you meet somebody and you fuck with them, then you fuck with them, and that and and that tends to be the situation. Um, I don't I look. I mean, because some could say, "All right, well, if you give a fuck about uh, black folks and 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 keeping it in 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 uh, the community, then you would go out and make a conscious effort to go find a black a black mate." You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, mm-hmm. you know, look, so there, yep. there's that argument. Um, me personally, I don't, it ain't my business. If that's who you fuck with, then that's who you fuck with. And if it, and if there is some grand scheme to, uh, keep black athletes with white women, <laughs> hey, then. Yeah. And it's, and it's funny you said that because in my post, I also made the mention that you can argue that it's somewhat a systemic thing, you know? Again, I mean, and, and you don't have to really know the statistics, right? I mean, so, we've been we've been having this conversation, not me and you, but this has been a conversation forever. Rich dudes yeah, don't want to yeah. deal with black women. Rich black dudes don't want to deal with white, uh, black women for whatever. And, and look, I don't know it to be true. I don't know. I, look, I, I just know it's been a conversation forever. What I'll course. say is, is that what I'll say is I don't know who these niggas like. Um, I don't know what these women are doing to keep these dudes around. I don't, you know, I, look, man, it's way too many variables to make a, a a bold out there statement when you're dealing with something as serious and an emotional way as love and who you laying down with. So for me to be out here and be like, oh, Joel and B, you could you could have got you a black junk. Like, uh, yeah, you could have, but you didn't want that. You of didn't want you wanted yeah. the joint that you the white joint that you wanted or Trey Young you wanted the white joint that you wanted and if mm-hmm. that's what you want man that's your business more black joints for me. Fuck. Yeah. Nah, I, look, I mean, I, no disagreement 
there. I, I was getting ready to make the point that you don't necessarily have to like know the statistics. Um, but when I watch like these bowl games and these college football games and, you know, the camera pans to the crowd and stuff. And, you know, we, we, we know what we see. We see white people in the stands at some of these games. And does is it that is it the, you know, tell all, you know, be all? I don't think it's a tell all be all, but I, I think it's some of it. I don't think it, I'll be honest with you. Uh, the 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 some of it that it is that I believe it is is that it's because just statistically there's more white people around here than black people is around here. But me and you know on a very very personal level with all the women we uh, have on this show that there are yep. plenty of women in this world that are in sports circles and scenarios that can run into these guys and meet these guys Absolutely. and they can make the choices to be with these women. So Absolutely. it's not so it's not like. A black, uh, it's not like it's a, it's this big ass pool of white women, and we never, and, and and the black athlete can't never see the black woman. The fact of the matter is, is that they make a choice, and it's their, they it's, can, it's their lives to make a choice. They so yep. God, God bless them. I mean, for real, for real. If 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 keeping it in the community is people is that's what people's hangups are, then maybe you should give more credence to LeBron James. Maybe you should give more love to Russell, Russell Westbrook. Westbrook. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. it, it, so if that, so maybe you should be showing them more love uh, for what they do. Uh, that's more catered towards what you like. But truth be told, that shit ain't your business. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my, no, I, I agree. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. I, I agree with that, and. You know, I respect everybody's opinions in regards to this kind of topic and stuff. You know, if you believe, you know, black people should marry black people, you know, cool. God like, bless. That's no, you know, I, I, I definitely got no issue with that. I mean, I'd love to see, you know, black couples, you know, 100% doing their thing. I got no issue with that. Um, But if you're in a situation and you, you see somebody, you know somebody for a long time and they're a different race than you and you genuinely, you know, love this person, then, you know, you do you, you, you do your thing. Right. Um, I'm not, I'm not knocking, I'm not knocking these guys for, you know, making the choices. Um, I, I'm just making the point that, you know, is it, is it easier? Is, is it easier to date white women at these big universities? I would, tend to think it is. I'm going to say no. Ability. I don't, I don't think it's no. I don't, I'm going to say no. It's, it's not you, easy. Okay. It's easier. No, it's not easier. No. Mm-hmm. If you see a black, like, again, I get, I guess statistically, but you like who you like, right? Like if you see a joint, if Absolutely. you see a black joint and she around, then you like her. You around, I mean, Absolutely. maybe. So, I mean, look, man, maybe, maybe, maybe there is more, but like I said, I know, I know that just based in the past year that mm-hmm. there are plenty of women out here that like sports and that are around these sports circles that these athletes could run into. Of course. Bad joints. Bad joints. So, you know what I'm saying? So I don't think, so I don't think there's no issue. They, I think they're making choices for whatever reason. Those are the choices they're making and mm-hmm. cool for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. What else, what else you got? Man, I for real, for real, I, I'm I'm ready to talk about. <laughs> I, I'm ready to get into these to these Vikings, man. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't really got I ain't really got too I ain't really got too much. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah, yeah. Well, he'll 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 be up here. He'll be up here in a minute. He'll, let's he'll see, let's, be up here in a minute. This will be a fun time to do the do the whole uh, the whole scrolling. Did do you uh, did you hear the rumors about um? 
Earl Spence being high? No. Well, no. this was before before the fight? the fight. No, during the fight, there was a rumor. Oh, during the fight. Yeah. Okay, so, no. so um, no. you know, like I said, I noticed he was a little off. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he, the Bama was saying somebody was saying in Twitter circles, and you know, maybe lower lower totem pole media that mm-hmm. uh, that he was he was high. So I, I haven't heard anything that that would uh, nobody confirmed or denied. I mean, well, and then why would somebody <laughs> confirm? I'm just talking about nobody has had even. Interesting, interesting perspective as to why they felt that way. But um, mm-hmm. that was definitely. Have you been paying attention to uh, Ravens training camp? I'll be honest with you, bro. I'm I'm the kind of dude. I'm just waiting for the season to start. I, I and, and shout out to all of our you know fellow podcasters and content creators that are covering their prospective teams' training camps and everything. Like I'm seeing D um from d love sports doing some stuff with the steelers she also did some stuff with another um league uh, i think over the weekend you know she's she's everywhere like let me tell you something about shawty 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 um i i remember watching her um tweet having a tweet ran about not wanting to work for like espns and all that because yeah uh you know how much they make but i mean if anybody looks like looks the part of that it's certainly D Love Sports. Shout Absolutely. out to her. Shout out to her. But why you why you talking about still this uh training camp, man? Mm-hmm. I I am not gonna hold you. So obviously my timeline is filled with training yeah. camp, Pittsburgh, whatever, whatever. Yep. And um I, saw I am yeah, I am loving the energy between uh Joey Porter and George Pickens. Man, mm-hmm. I, I man, I need George Pickens to be uh, our franchise wide receiver for the foreseeable future. Uh, look, I, I don't want him to go nowhere. I want him to be paid uh, properly. His energy is what Pittsburgh needs. Joey Porter, that cornerback, that energy is what Pittsburgh needs. Um, I, I, I'm liking. I'm liking. I ain't about to get too hype. I ain't going. You know, I like this football team's energy. I'm liking what we're doing. We just picked up Quan Alexander from the uh, Jets. Like yeah. we're we're attaching, we're uh, attacking the inside linebacker death. Um, I um only thing that's blown blow that's blowing me is that uh Cody Trice, who uh six round cornerback six two, I had a high hopes for him. He's out for the year, so that's a blower. Um, but er- everything is looking good so far from what i'm seeing and i haven't took a like 100 big deep dive into it but just me mm-hmm. watching clips and watching and reading short articles uh shout out alex kazora um we we i i got high hopes for my team this year man i got high hopes for this team um i do not believe it is far-fetched to say that pittsburgh still is going to win a division of course you're gonna say that. <laughs> nah, but I mean, yeah, I mean, of course, but uh, of course it's you're no say that. right. It's no way to really be like. It's no way to really be like. Um, you know, uh, it's no way to say that and then say, but no, this time I really mean it because you know I really mean it every time I say it. But it's something. That, but it's something about this team, and 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 again, it's early. It's just training camp. It's something about what I'm looking at. It's something about the energy around this team right now. 
Um, I just hope it all comes together, man. I'm, I, I am excited, man. I am See, excited. This is what I've learned from all these years of watching training camp and all that stuff, and 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 especially kind of going back to the Flacco years, like the 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 later Flacco years, where oh he looked good, the deep ball looked great, and da 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 da, and then you get to the regular season. And the offense looked trash. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I try not to take the camp as serious. And I just take it as entertainment, right? Because you'll find some entertaining things when you watch these camps. Like, I was watching a clip of uh, the Chiefs training camp. And um, the touchdown that Kelsey caught. Um, and whoever was covering him, I forget who it was. Um Kelsey just basically swung at the dude, you know, swung at his face, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, nothing really came out of it. Like, it wasn't a real, real, like, scuffle or anything. Um, but, you know, stuff like that um, happens. And it's like, oh, okay, I'm entertained. Like, there's some action there. And then, you know, like with the Ravens today, um, the highlight was Lamar through his first interception um that went through Nelson Aguilar's hands and uh Marlon Humphrey picked it off so um again it's just camp um I don't use that as a barometer for how the season's going to play out um it's just entertainment purposes for me at this point with the camp so um so we got our guests here um we got the homie Vince Wright uh Sports Wright is the podcast uh, live from Minnesota, covers all the Minnesota sports teams. Um, you could listen to his podcast on, is it Spreaker.com still? Or- yeah, man, Spreaker or just anywhere you listen to podcasts, you know, um, okay. Apple, Spotify, all that stuff. Okay. All right. Well, that's what's up. That's what's up. Hey, man, welcome back. What's it's, happening, uh, man? It's been a minute. What's Hey, man, always good to be back in the barbershop with the homies. Uh, Big Maestro, what's going on? Trey Frazier in the house. Your Knicks are still sorry, but my Timberwolves are more sorry. So, you know, we talk about that. <laughs> exactly. <anyway>. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Don't worry. The Wizards, yet. the Wizards are trash, too. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so let me let me do this. I'm going to pivot a little bit because I know you like boxing um, and your, your your fellow buddy up there in Minnesota, RC. Shout out to RC. I know he's a big boxing guru. Also, I, I wanted to get your opinion about the fight over the weekend, and um, you know what you saw and and all that. Right. Well, like everybody else, man, I saw complete domination by uh, Terrence Bud Crawford. Uh, you know, we all had it kind of, it was a pick em, pick em fight going in. You know, fight of the year. You know, we finally got a big match signed up. But, man, you got to hand it to Bud Crawford, man. He just went in there and, you know, first couple rounds, just kind of felt it out and all that stuff. But after that, as we saw, man, just complete domination. He had an answer for everything. And I think, uh, you know, Errol just got a little confused in there. And and I do believe what he said, too, his timing's off. But part of your timing's being off is, is Terrence Crawford. I mean, you know, the man's jabbing. Uh, he he's a, a great boxer. He's got the power, as we saw, by putting him down three, four times, whatever it was. And it was just 
you know, one of the better boxing exhibitions yeah. by any boxer that we've seen, obviously, in, in recent history. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Bud deserves everything he's getting, man. You know, he is the uh, king of Omaha, Nebraska, out here in flyover country. But, you know, his fans, they would pack the arenas when he started out, um, you know, ESPN, HBO, Showtime, all that stuff. And now, you know, two-time undisputed champion, two different weight divisions. And, you know, the world's his oyster right now. So, you know, it, it was a tremendous fight. I'm glad I got to see it. And I'm and I, I hope they have some big numbers on here, whether they, you know, people watched it legally or illegally. <laughs> because you know Terrence Crawford is 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 a machine, man. So um, you know he'll take some time off. We'll see what's next for him. The one thing I will say before we jump to the other topics is I'm as of right now I don't need a rematch. Yeah. Um. You, yeah. you know I mean we agree. I, I, <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. You know the rematch rematch classes or clauses in there for for Spence, and I, I you know once cooler heads prevail, I think maybe even his corner be like, look, man, let's go a different route here first. And if we can meet back up and maybe if we can get them at our weight, 154, instead of you having to come back down to 147, but to the winners go to spoil. So, you know, when they do meet next, if, if they do meet next, the winner gets to pick the weight division. And obviously, you know, Crawford's going to keep it at welterweight more than likely. Hey, quick uh, shout out to the Facebook live chat. Uh, Damian Adams is up in here. And then also your buddy, RC Vince, what up? What up? What up? Uh, he said that um, he took away his jab by out jabbing him, and his counter shots were crucial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the the counter punching was was magnificent. Um, you know, he got a couple knockdowns off some counters. Yeah. So, I mean, you just it, it you know, it, it wasn't a perfect performance, but it was pretty close to perfect if yeah. you're a Crawford fan. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, what do you what do you see next for Bud Crawford? Um, I mean, I went into work the next um, uh, Monday, and uh, I think the consensus around my uh, in my circle is is ain't nobody that can mess with him at one forty seven or one fifty four. No, I, I I agree. I agree. I mean, you know, anything can happen. You know, anytime you fight somebody, you know, you can land a lucky punch or whatever. But right now between those two divisions and those are two of the money divisions as well. So there, you know, there's fights to be made for some scratch, but man, yeah, yeah, I just, I don't really see anybody beating him right now. I mean, he is just on top of the game and, and he let us know it last weekend. I throw some names at you. Uh, Charlo, Charlo was a name. Carnelo Alvarez was a name. Um, Obviously, uh, Earlier before the fight, uh, Javante Tank Davis made some comments like he could see him and he basically called said he was too small. And, you know, obviously I agree. Um, and and for the record, Maestro, for the record, I do believe Tank can take him on. If he bulks up to that weight class, take I him do on. believe he can take him off. What you record. mean take him on? Like, you think he could beat him? Yeah, I think he could beat him. Okay. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that's that's not out of, you know, that's not like a crazy thought. I mean, you know, Tank Davis is a very, very good fighter, and you know, it's just that right now we're at the point with with Crawford that it's just I got to see it in the ring. Like, you know, I I am yeah, not betting facts. against Crawford right now until he actually loses. So, 
Um, no disrespect to all those other fighters, Caleb Plant, all these other fighters out there as well. But right now, man, it's it's Bud's world, and we just living in it. Yeah, um, and and let me and let me make my statement clear. Um, I lost sixty five dollars uh, this <laughs> over the past weekend. I'm not making that mistake man. no more. Um, he's nobody that not Tank, not Charlo, not Alvarez, not none of them. Is messing with this dude right now. Ain't nobody messing with him in the next. He 35, 36. Ain't nobody messing with him in the next four or five years, period. Man, let, let's see what you could have did with $65, man. You could have went to America's Best, got some wings. I don't need that many wings in my life. I don't need that many well, wings. Well, not just life. wings. Not just wings. I'm right. just saying you could have got some wings along with some other stuff, maybe some alcohol you know, involved with that too. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure he's in, enjoying that nice bottle of Reposado that I had to purchase. So Ooh. no, okay. no. Hey, follow the money sometimes, man. Follow the crowd. Sometimes. No, no. Again, man. Again, I'll, I'll, I'll double down. Don't, don't, don't talk to me crazy. It's not that I thought that Errol Spencer was going, this is obviously, this was obviously an even, like, nobody know who was going to legit. Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? Of course. But, of course. you know, I get to talking shit with people and, 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 you know, my ego gets ahead of me. And, you know, look, I'll be honest with you. Um, for ego, sixty-five dollars wasn't a bad wasn't a bad price for ego. Sometimes ego just well, means that I agree with. Yeah. I agree with. Yeah, that. yeah totally, totally. Yeah. And by the way, I I picked uh, Earl Spence too, but in a in a decision. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I mean, I, you know, Maestro, that wasn't crazy thoughts at all. Like I said, going into this fight, uh, you know, Bud was a slight betting favorite. So yeah. you know, I, I went into the prop bets and the prop bet that I was looking at that I should have bet. Or I think it was like plus 2,500 was Crawford by stoppage between round seven and nine. Wow. Ooh. Wow. Right, wow. right, right, right. So because, you know, you can't bet on Crawford just straight up because there's no money to be won. Exactly. There. Exactly. You yeah. Know? So right, then right. you got to start looking at either Spence or the prop bets. And, you know, that's what I was trying to do. I had a friend. I'll, we can't bet sports here in Minnesota. So I had a friend really? that was going, yeah, yeah. No, they did. Hey, we just got a legal weed yesterday. So oh, congrats. That, right, yep, started with the bud. Congrats, with the bud, but, congrats. Uh, you cannot bet on sports still in Minnesota. So I had a friend wow. uh, who was jetting down to Iowa last week, and I almost gave him a call to, you know, kind of wire him some money. But I, I wish I would have now. But Yeah, yeah that, but, that reminds me. What What is your state waiting for? Because one of the one of the criticisms before the state of Maryland here got their sports books and was able mm -hmm. to, you know, gamble on sports was is that they were just letting money just, you know, get away from them. Like this was easy money to make. So in the case of Minnesota, which is a much bigger state, like what what, what the hell's going on? Like what's taking them so long? Oh, very good question. Now, a couple during the last election. And for people out there, I'm not trying to get political. So if you're a Republican, don't get mad. If you're a Democrat, don't get mad. But, um, the Democrats here took control of all three state houses and the governorship. So they, you know, the House of Representatives, the state Senate, and the governor, all Democratic here. Mm -hmm. They they ran on legalizing weed. And a big portion of those people talked about legalizing sports betting as well. And yeah. it was actually a Republican who are, actually authored two of the big sports betting bills here 
And it just did not pass for whatever reason. They were very hopeful that, you know, this was finally going to be the year because we're kind of, you know, surrounded to Wisconsin passed mm-hmm. it last year mm-hmm. to ourselves. I was been doing it for a couple of years and that's where a lot of Minnesotans go. Yeah. Um, you know, Minneapolis, St. Paul, we're minutes from both of those. Well, minutes from the Wisconsin border, roughly about a hour and a half drive to the first casino you'll hit in Iowa. If you go down 35 W so, not far, but, you know, you still got to kind of go out of your way to get that sports bet in unless you find something illegal online. And, and yeah. I don't know, man. You know, I thought this year was honestly, Trey, going to be the best hope our state had to pass sports betting. Yeah. So, you know, back to the drawing board next uh, seat next year, I guess. Crazy. I, I hope they do it soon because, yeah, they, they are wasting a lot of money. That's crazy. I remember um, going to New York. This was years ago when I was – started getting into FanDuel and it wasn't necessarily mm-hmm. like the prop bet stuff. This was more just setting up, you know, five man lineups and stuff. And I get to New York and the app is telling me, Hey, you can't bet. Like you can't play. I was right. Like, oh, yeah. snap. So it's the same situation there in Minnesota. Like if a- I came to Minnesota, yep. I can't sure play is. FanDuel. That, well, wild. exactly. Yep. Uh, DraftKings. I got both of the apps on, on my phone and, yeah, I got to get over to Iowa, Wisconsin. Actually, you can't even use those two, even though they pass sports betting. I think there's some state sanctioned apps yeah. or something that that you got to use there. And um, so, yeah, man, I don't know. I, I hope they pass it because, you know, they'll find out with the marijuana with all this, you know, the money. They'll start raking in on that. Yeah. But yeah. they'll eventually you know, sports, pass it. Sports books the same. You know, it's just a lot of money that's going over to Wisconsin and, and Iowa right now. It's going to yeah. take some time. I don't need, I don't even know that it was I, I I can't imagine why it would take much longer because like you said it, they got to know how much the money they're missing out on it's too so much I, money. I, yeah. I I just can't see it I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be so uh, downtrodden I, I'm pretty sure that they're going to come to that census pretty soon yeah I hope so man because that now I know we're going to talk about the me being down at the Super Bowl and, and whatnot a bit but that was a great thing about Arizona too. Yeah. Um, you know, Arizona, when they passed this stuff, they were still more of a red state. So it was kind of surprising that a they passed legal bud and sports betting. Right. Mm. And, you know, going to these Phoenix Suns games on um, the past couple winners and stuff, they got fan duel right there in the arena. So if you go, let's say you want to go from the game into the sports book, they'll, you know, they give you a wristband in case you want to go back in the arena. Yeah. yeah. But, you know me and my crew were, we were down there, man. And we just wound up hanging out in the sports book because you can go sit outside on the patio. You got all the games right there. Yeah. Um, you know, they got the heat lamps going cause you know, well winter for them. Um, but you know, it still gets a little chilly at night out there. So uh, the baseball stadium was home to the Caesars book. Mm. And obviously all the casinos have their own sports book as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Minnesota, please wake up, please. Wake for up. sure. Well, let's talk about your uh, your Super Bowl experience. Let's talk about your experience in Arizona, man. How was that? What was going on? What were you doing? So uh, I was – now, this actually wasn't for my show. This wasn't for Sports Done Right. I okay. was uh, – you know, I, I, you know, obviously networked with people here in the Twin Cities and the podcast, you know, c- communities and whatnot. Yeah. And a friend of mine that I know that hosts another show, uh, they were down there. They, they get mad numbers. I mean um, – what is it, the Geary Stein, and, and I'm forgetting the third guy's last names, so I do apologize. But anyway, you know, they have connects, <clears throat> excuse me, every week on their show. It's, you know, big former athletes, this and that, whatnot. So 
friend of mine, Will, who was coming in town, uh, he reached out to me on a Wednesday night, texted me and said, hey, we may be able to get you in tomorrow for a day pass on Radio Row. You know, send me your info, all that stuff. Mm. Turns out, obviously, that's what happened. So, you know, got in the next day and, you know, dude, it, it was a trip, man. I mean, the whole thing just first off going behind barricades and whatnot. I mean, mm-hmm. the host, you know, downtown's just, you know, walled off. Yeah. And so, you know, being able to do that, going and picking up your credential. And here's the first thing they tell you, and there's signs everywhere. Do not take pictures with your credential. Mm-hmm. Like, no selfie. So, you know, all, all the people, like, turn it around, put it down your shirt. Yeah. All this stuff. It was just kind of a weird thing. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Some security maybe or something. I don't know. Like, yeah. Right. Oh, you know, I, so. Look. Look, any anything to take pictures with celebrities and former athletes oh, and stuff. Of course, right. Oh yeah, I, I ain't I ain't tripping off of that. Yeah, oh, but, no, yeah, yeah. but at, I mean, I'll follow the rules because they're the rules. But at the same time, I think I think part of the flex is the 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 little uh, credential. I think that's part of the flex. Right. So I don't, mm-hmm. and, and, and I and I only say that because I've seen plenty of media people. Take a picture of the credentials. So that's always been a flex. So I want. I, I mean, I wonder what was the uh, the hiccup or why they didn't want it this time. I, that's a good question, man. I I really I'm gonna try try maybe figure it out here. But yeah, so that was just kind of the one caveat. But other than that, uh, walked across the street to the convention center and you're off and running. And you walked into the big huge ballroom, which is Radio Row, and you know it's just kind of like you see on tv all these radio shows and and now actually a lot of podcasts that are out yeah, there right and, yeah and yeah. you know um you know so i was just like man first i'm taking it all in and then my, my friends just like okay well you know just basically just kind of go up and talk to people and you'll ask them for pictures and stuff and right you know that's what we started doing so i'm walking around and looking at people getting interviewed and you know that's always the thing you wait for the interview to end so mm-hmm. Uh, and you go from there. So as they're getting up, kind of going to their next thing and be like, Hey, Tony Dorsett, Hey, you know, like I told him, like my dad's from Western Pennsylvania, grew up right down the road from you. Can I get a picture? Oh, yeah. really cool. Yeah. No problem. That's what's up. Yeah. You know, so long so. as, and I, and I told people, long as you are respectful of these folks, because the thing is, is that they're on a schedule as well. Yeah. So the, let's say they're sitting down with the barbershop sports talk show. You guys interview them. They have handlers that are getting them to the next spot they have to reach. Right. So, yeah. right. more, yeah. you know, 99% of the time when you ask for pictures, you're going to have a handler going, oh, I'm sorry, uh, Mr. Montana has to get to his next interview or, you know, Mr. Gronkowski's got to get to his next place. And then they'll usually jump in. And that's what happened when I got my picture with Primetime. Mm. You know, he was up there, at, you know, doing a couple of spots on uh, XM Radio. Yeah. And when he got done, came walking down, was like, hey, coach, love what you're doing out there at Colorado so far. Can I get a picture? And his hand was like, no, no, no. He's got to get over here. And Prime's like, no, nah, let me get a picture with the big man real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know? they're respectful about it. So I can appreciate that. Right. Right. And then so, you know, and I tried to pull the same thing. Um, Western Pennsylvania is a football factory. And that's where my dad's from. So my dad kind of grew up with people like Joe Namath and, mm-hmm. you know, Dan Marino, Tony Dorsett, the Griffies, all these people, man. Yeah. Um, all these major athletes out of Western Pennsylvania. So then obviously Joe Montana comes walking by. He's from Beaver Falls or whatever. 
And I'm like, hey, my dad's from Brownsville, Pennsylvania, right down the road. And Joe's just like, hey, that's great, man. But I got to go. Kept moving. Right, right, right. Okay, nice, cool. Nice. No problem. Right, hey, right. I, I got a word with Joe Montana. That's more than I'd ever thought I'd ever get in life, right? For sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for real, for, sure. for real. Yeah, man. You, but it, it it was really, really cool Um, for all the reasons that you see. You know, you just, you're just you meeting some of the people that you grew up idolizing and watching on TV and, and wanting to be in a couple instances. yeah. And, and for the most part, everybody was just very, very cool, man. I mean, um, you know, radio hosts as well, you know, spent like 10 minutes talking with Jim Rome. Okay. Um, you know, some other people like that. And I was just like, man, this is just, this is just too much. And that was just <laughs> one day for me, let alone, you know, the whole week. Right. Right. That's crazy. Right. Hey, um, your buddy's got a question for you, Vince, uh, RC in the Facebook live chat. He said, did you encounter Emmett Smith in Arizona because he heard some things about him when being approached by someone who wanted to take a picture with him? I did get a picture with Emmett. Um, he was very nice, you know, because I was a pseudo 49ers fan back in those days, too. I just I hate the Cowboys. I hate the Cowboys. And one of my best friends, one of my best homies, uh, shout out Kim Lester. He was out there and he grew up a Cowboy fan. And we'd just be at the bus stop on Monday mornings just ripping each other apart. So, yeah. you know, I, I was just talking to him about those days in San Francisco and, you know, man, breaking my heart with them championships. He's like, well, hey, man, San Francisco broke our hearts a couple of times, too. So but that was the thing, fellas, was just now all of a sudden it's like you think about it real quick. It's like I'm talking to Emmett Smith. I'm talking to Deion Sanders. I'm talking to Rob Gronkowski. I mean, right. it's crazy. You know, hey, I'm, I'm sitting here with Pac-Man Jones. I mean, yeah. it's just nuts. Yeah, no, nah, that I could imagine. That was crazy. Um, my my short, my short, I wouldn't necessarily radio row, but my short story in that kind of situation was uh that super the last Super Bowl that was in uh Atlanta, which I believe was, was the, that the Rams Patriots and the, and the Patriots. Patriots. I was in Atlanta. Oh. And um, I was with my family and I, uh, both of my nephews are uh, sports enthusiasts. They actually talked about starting a podcast one day. I don't know what happened with that, but um, we saw D'Angelo Hall and, uh, you know, and I think he heard my uh, nephew say, well, he ain't no Hall of Famer. <laughs> and, and, uh, <laughs> and, and then he, he, he kind of looked over. <laughs> And, and you know, I kind of I had to, you know, make sure everything was good. But he definitely wasn't coming to talk to us after that because. Uh... <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. But yeah. And, 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 you know, one thing, too, that I like to share with people and especially us in, in the podcast game or, or you're trying to host radio or trying to get involved with media network yeah. with your fellow people, man, in, in this business, because again, that's how I got in. This wasn't for sports done right. It was for the um, Gary Stein and Steven show. Ah, I finally remembered it. Um, you know, and just them thinking of me, Hey, Vince might like to come down. Let's see if we can get him in. Yeah. And then um, I ran into uh, Mr. Controversy, Raphael, who started off kind of back with us in the Doug Stewart days in chat room. And him and his podcast are blowing up. He's at every, you know, final four, Super Bowl, this and that. So, yeah. you know, network, talk with your fellow hosts. You never know what's going to happen. And, you know, reach out for your credentials as well. I mean, that's the other thing, too, because people are like, oh, man, you know, so I just got this little show over here. Um, you never know what'll happen. Right. Yeah. Right. I know what you mean, Vince. Um, shout out to Sim Russell. So I went to the Knicks playoff game against Cleveland back in April. And my guy, 
rented a luxury box suite at MSG. And it was it was three hundred and sixty five dollars per person. And I was like, that's a damn good price for that building in that setting for a playoff game. Right. So I went and got the ticket, took the Amtrak up to New York, three hour ride, um, got to the arena. We got to the box suite and look who shows up. It's Latrell Sprewell. Just wanted to come through and just say what's up to everybody. Take pictures. Get a group picture in and all that good stuff. So I, I know exactly what you're talking about, man. Exactly, man. Exactly. And that's cool that that happened. Um, you know, Knicks in the playoffs. You know, I know we always talking crap and, and stuff, but obviously no better atmosphere than the garden when it's, you know, when it's bumping like that. And then for. No, playoffs. you can't say it like that, bro. You can't say it like that. You can't say <laughs> okay, it. Okay. You can't say it with the, you can't okay. say it with the Boston okay. accent. <laughs> oh, the garden, oh, Boston. The garden oh. is TD garden in Boston. The okay. garden, the garden. That's okay. Madison square garden. <laughs> or as oh, man, my homies that, say, that place in Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, no, man we, that's cool that you got that for sure. While we on basketball, man, uh, we get to talk some uh, Minnesota Timberwolves, man. We get to talk some <laughs> off season. Uh, Ant uh, Man got his contract. Mm-hmm. Um, got, the, got the bag. They trying to get, and it Minnesota. seems like every other year they trying to get Carl Anthony Towns to go to another team. Talk to me about the off season. Yeah, man. Um, I think most of the Timberwolves fans are kind of done with Carl Anthony Towns and and listen I mean he has all the talent in the world I get that and I and I said this on my show a couple days ago actually when I I had a couple guests on we were talking Timberwolves I say this with all due respect for Cap because obviously with COVID he lost what six or seven family members including his mom his mom right yeah yeah and and all this stuff so I, I say this really out of respect but I think a lot of Timberwolves nation is just kind of tired of the antics on the court. Um, You know, the whining over, you know, calls he thinks that he should be getting. Meanwhile, the play is going on back at the other end of the court. Now we're down five, four on the defensive side or stuff like that. Um, But the thing is, how do you move a max player? And especially one now that who has a trade value that is declining because of some of the on the court things that he does personally, you know, I, I, you know, I'm old school, man. And I, I wish these seven footers would come down and try and play some low post here every once in a while. But, you know, the worst thing that happened for him, in my opinion, was winning that three point contest a couple years back. Cause mm-hmm. now that kind of justified, I'm sure to him, Hey, I, I won the three point contest. I can hit these shots and he can every once in a he while, can. but yeah, mm-hmm. But it just, you know, I just think that between him, the, you know, this Rudy Gobert trade, which right now is not a good trade, you know, things may change this coming season, but for right now, not a good trade. We just got to see if if they can work out together somehow. And I don't know if, if they can. I, I hope so, because I don't think, Maestro, that they're going to be able to move him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think they'll obviously listen, but I just don't know. And 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 I and that's really what it is. It's just people just, you know, go watch some highlights of Ann or not. Ann, excuse me, of Cat. And you just 
that whole sulking and, and just, you know, acting like a baby a lot of times, just people are just real tired of the act around here. So, you know, if he's gone, I, I don't want to say he's not going to be missed because he'll get that Minnesota curse and he'll go somewhere else and wind up winning a ring or something or having a very good career. But, man, people people will not miss Carl Anthony Towns if he is traded. So what's the idea? Is there what's the possibility in your mind of uh, taking maybe less than what he's worth just to get him off the just to get him out of there? That's the question, my friend. That's the question. I think, you know, that's it. Do we take a little, little less and get rid of a headache? Do we, you know, take a little less just to get him out of here? Maybe. But then you got to have Rudy step up. And then Rudy has been hit and miss as well. And, you know, the the organization is still in flux, too. Um, you know, Alex Rodriguez and Mark Laurie are still their pseudo owners at this point. They have one more big payment to make, and then the team will revert to them either at the end of this year or sometime next year. Glenn Taylor will officially step aside. He's kind of helping them run things now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we, we, we really got to take right? a look at our – what's that? It's A-Rod. A-Rod running the show now, right? <laughs> yep, yep. A-Rod and his partner, uh, Mark Laurie. <laughs> And actually, and I'll send you, I'll send you links off the air, but A-Rod was just actually on uh, K-Fan, the big radio sports uh, yeah. station here a couple mm-hmm. days ago. And yeah, I, I got to tell you what, man, I, you know, and Trey, can re- you can relate. I'm not a Yankees fan. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, I, I've never really been a big fan of Alex Rodriguez in his baseball days. And obviously you have the PEDs and all this stuff, but I'm going to tell you something, man, as owner of Minnesota Timberwolves, you know, the dudes, he bought a, a crib here. He spends a lot of time here. Mm-hmm. You know, he's had a fair share of games. And and in this interview, and I'll send it to you, he's very honest about the problems of this team. Mm-hmm. And that was mm-hmm. very refreshing to hear because the other thing yeah. that's going on behind the scenes, they want a new arena. Mm-hmm. And they just spent $150 million, to, you know, two, three years ago, refurbishing Target Center where they play now. Yep, yep. And and obviously post COVID, you know, not a lot of people downtown anymore with hybrid schedules and this and that. So the right. corporate dollar is kind of dried up. So he does say it, it's going to be privately funded. Obviously, I, I, we can't wait to see how you, you you're going to pull that off. Yeah, right. But A Rod has been kind he got of a assets, of fresh air. He got assets. I mean, I ain't going to put it past him. If he's going to privately oh, fund it, no, with his I'm own not money. either. And Mark, yep, and his partner Mark Laurie is very rich guy, obviously too. Yeah. And you know, here's what I hope for the Timberwolves with with Alex Rodriguez. Let's say we need Alex Rodriguez to use all that swag that he has because mm. we need we need players up here, man, and to say, hey, come spend a winter in Minnesota, right? I mean, but they don't know, want to, job. Vince. Exactly. They don't, exactly. They don't want to. <laughs> No, it's but that's but it's like Vince is saying. This is where he got to pull some strings. Hey, man. Yes. Put a strip club, put a bomb strip club somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Put a bomb strip club. Yeah, you got to do something that. that, Magic City North. Yeah, like you got to do something that's going to be like, all right, well, it's cold, but it's warm in here. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. You know, and nothing's going to get out to the press. You can can do your Mm -hmm. dirt. 
you know, you're going to have to do something that's to bring them there because, I mean, quite frankly, y'all are stuck in the land of below average and it's not going to change unless somebody comes or you draft some people. And I guess uh, you might Anthony be on the Edwards. way. But I was going to say you maybe you're on the way, but but are you going to strike gold twice? Are you going to strike gold right? three no. times? It, yeah. Exactly. And that's what we did when we had KG here, man. Right. Uh, you know, you mentioned Latrell Sprewell. Yeah. I used to say back in, in those days, I would, I, whoever would listen to me, I'd say that the Timberwolves need to get Latrell Sprewell. Mm. We need that slasher, that yeah. dude that can just out of nowhere take two steps and he's dunking over somebody, that energy that he brings. Yeah. And they got him and they almost got to the finals. Right. 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 You know, so yeah, the, you know, A Rod is going to really have to use his, uh, gravitas to get players up here you know to come turn this thing around and i mean that's really all it boils down to you know mark laurie his partner take care of everything else but man we gotta have him use that a A rod gotta go outside he gotta go outside yeah yeah he gotta go outside you know what else and hey you know what else could change what's that um i think the coach gotta change so yeah i watched i watched not this past postseason, but the previous postseason when y'all went up against Memphis in the first round. And I remember, and Maestro, you could attest to this, I remember going into that series, and if it wasn't the both of us, it was me, that I thought the Timberwolves could pull off the upset. They should have won that series. Absolutely. They could have pulled it off. And there were some games in that series that they had some big leads, and they choked them leads away, and they, they eventually lost that series. Same thing here. Fast forward to the uh, Lakers game, the playing game, up by as many points, and then you blow that game uh, yeah. against the Lakers. And so I, I think it's the coach because there's just no way that, like, I watched some of the lack of timeouts that he takes when the runs, like when they're about to lose the leads and stuff, and he just kind of lets them play. And it's like, nah, bro, you got to call timeout and you know reel these yeah. guys back in and stuff. So no, I, I think you got, you, I think I changed the coach. I think you got to change them. Uh, but hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on, Trey. I'm, and I'm sorry, What's man, because <laughs> that's where you'd be killing me at, bro. You saying that if they get a new coach, so you feel like this team is good enough right now with a better coach? Let's say they get whoever you consider to be the best coach in the league right now. This team is good enough to win a championship as constructed right now. No. I don't think they're good enough to be a championship, but I think they're. I think they would be good enough to advance in the playoffs. First round exit against the Grizzlies a couple years ago. Um, first round exit against uh, the eventual Nuggets NBA champions. Right. I'm just talking. I'm just so. I'm just talking about get out the damn first round. Whether it's yeah. you, you know, you 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 play a hard fought second round series, or dare I say, get to the Western Conference Finals. But yeah, right, I don't but- think you're. I don't think you're. I don't think you're. I don't think you're going anywhere with this particular coach that we've seen two seasons in a row, two postseasons in a row, blow games that they should have won. But what, but what do you think is more important, the coach or, or, or a star caliber player right now? I'm asking Vince Wright. Right, right now? Uh, I, definitely, yeah, we need, a, we need a couple more uh, star caliber players. We, we need somebody, we need a couple players that are going to come off the bench and really, really contribute consistently Instead of, you know, a guy coming off the bench and, and doing it one mm-hmm. night and then gets lost for a week or two and does it again. Um, you know, last year you speak of the playoffs, you know, Jane McDaniels punching the wall and breaking his hand, you know, yeah. 
last mm-hmm. game of the season out of frustration. Right. That, that, that was huge. That was huge. So, um, you know, this year off season, bring back Nas Reed, obviously Ant-Man mm-hmm. gets his bag deservedly. So it's his team now. So now you're going to have to, you got to stock, stock the barrel around him. And yeah. as it is right now, you know, I mean, the over-unders, I think about 42 and a half, 43 for, for yeah. victories. And that's right where they were last year. And, you know, you got to start making some some headway here. And plus to be a, in the West, too. A so. better coach a better coach would get that team over the hump over the first round. Okay. I, just, no, just, I'm just not my disagreeing opinion. with you. Just, but sure, just my sure. opinion. Sure, but, right, but, right. But, but in the grand scheme of things, though, Trey, <laughs> what we – and I guess that's realistic. Those are realistic hopes to get out the first round. But you talking to a Timberwolves fan right here. We ain't talking about just getting out the first round. We talking about how, like, you got to think about the examples he bought. He talked about drafting KG and Latrell Sprewell and yeah. being a series away from the finals. He's trying to get back to that. And you right, but they, that. but they took, but they, but that team, but that particular team, Vince, if I'm not mistaken, that team took baby steps before they eventually got to the conference yeah, finals, yeah, right? They, yeah, yeah, and then they got kind of developed their core and, you know, the the yeah. other kind of role players, your Wally Zerbiaks of the yeah, world, uh, right. Tom Gugliotta back Troy in the Hudson. day. Troy Hudson. Troy Hudson. And then, then yeah, like I said, then you brought in Spreewell. Then you bring in um, Sam yep. Cassell, right? Right, yeah, right, um, yeah. You know, th- those, are, those are, you know, big star players, and that's what we need to happen here again so we can get to the very least to the finals, the yeah. conference finals, and then yeah. hopefully, yeah, the NBA finals. Because, yeah, man, this town, its it, I'm telling you, this is a basketball town. It's a basketball state. Um, you know, people just dying for the Timberwolves to, to really make a good push here. But, you know, like all the other Minnesota teams, it's always kind of one and done if they do get to the playoffs. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, like, for me – um, that yeah, sure. The coach ain't that good, and, and I'm with you. It's not that I'm disagreeing with you. I'm saying mm, yeah. if 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 we're trying to get Vince and and the whole city of Minnesota to their dreams of not being a mid, because because this because this moves over to football too, and I'm gonna get there. They just because they just so cool with being mid. They just don't want to be for whatever reason. They don't want to be great. They just want to be mid for some reason, and um. The coach, the coach ain't gonna change. You gotta have the players. You gotta have the players. You need a star. You need a yeah. a core. You need a core. And and yeah. and, and and I can't even say they tried because I think they realized before maybe the year into giving that dude their max meaning cat that mm-hmm. this shit wasn't gonna work out. Yeah, like, I this, think this, they this, tried though. I disagree. I think they did try, and we can say what we want about the Rudy Gobert trade. And the mm-hmm. compensation they gave up, but I thought for a stretch, Vince, um, when you had Cat and um, when they made the Mike Conley trade and Rudy, when you had those four players out on the floor at the same time, they actually looked good. Like they actually, I remember one stretch where they won like four straight road games against, I think it was the Kings, Lakers, Golden State, and somebody else. Like they looked really good. It's just that Cat wasn't around the beginning of the year, and by the time he got healthy and they made the trade for Conley, that's kind of when you saw the team sort of at its – or trying to get well, at its best. And, at that and that's what and, – yep, and that's what kind of got the Ant trade stuff going. You know, it was like, hey, wait a minute here. Ant's out. 
we win it, or excuse me, ants out, cats Cat. out. Mm-hmm. We're winning. Yeah. Hmm. You know what's going on here? Yeah. Uh, yeah. My, I, I, go ahead. Go ahead. Know, I was just going to say real quick to touch on like Mike Conley. Obviously, he's brought in to kind of get comfortable and make Rudy feel a little bit more right. at home. And Mike Conley played his old, old ass off last mm-hmm. year for us. Nothing but respect. But what? He's 37 years old or however old he is. So, you know, I mean, you know, maybe another year. But, you know, you, you can't really count on him to be your main guy, obviously. So, no. you know, the, again, you got to figure it out and you got to. You know, it takes a lot of luck too, right? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, to to speak on that coaching thing, you know, it's not that Chris Finch is a bad coach. I just think that this team could use a different coach. I don't know who that is. I'm not going to sit up here and pontificate like I do, but you know, I it just I think man, somebody else has got to find man. a way to bring something else out of this team for them to really strive and move forward. Eme was out there, man. And the Rockets yeah. just scooped them up. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There's oh yeah, yeah. There's a few. You know, Mark Jackson looking for a job still. Yeah. yeah. Right. I'll say right. I'll say this. I'll I'll say this now and, and, and we can move on. I disagree. They didn't try. <laughs> they brought in old ass <laughs> Mike Conley. And, and and like you said, <laughs> with what with due respect, he did ball. Yeah. And Mike Conley can ball, but we know he's not the answer. At some right. I, I feel like at some point we realized before that cat wasn't the answer. So if you brought in Rudy Gobert to try to what usurp or blend with a, a cat that you already that that you already knew wasn't going to work, and then you gave away so much compensation for the dude, like yeah yeah yeah, yeah, I, yeah no, you weren't trying to make it work because if you were trying to make it work, either you bring it or either you're trying to figure out how to bring in the superstars or you're figuring out how you're using that draft capital to bring in your future. And right. that that's not what they were doing. They're not trying. They're they're cool with being mid. Well, I would I would agree. I would agree with you, Maestro, if those four players were on the floor at the same time a lot, lot more during the season than what we saw. I think we saw like eight games with I them. I mean, but but keep it together. real though. But keep it real though, Trey. And I get it. They looked good for stretches of the season. In the West, how do you think they was faring out? Yeah. Oh, look, they was going out in the first round. Like, don't get me wrong. But that doesn't so, mean that they that doesn't mean that they didn't try to do something. Again, they had injuries, they made the trade, and they just couldn't they just couldn't find a way to get those four guys. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Vince, I'm sorry you gotta be a part of this. I'm sorry you had to I'm sorry you gotta be a part of this. I feel you, and you're not wrong. You're not yeah, wrong. Like I, like, like I think two are. things can be true at the same time. I I believe that the that the Timberwolves need a coach, and like you said. They need the core. They need star players. Yeah, they but we off that. All but that we stuff. off the we off the coach part because yeah. because I think we all agree that yeah maybe we could find a better coach. But if you had the players around, we could roll with the coach and see what happens. If you had the players around, mm-hmm. um, the problem for me is is that they they instead of using the draft capital, they bought in a Rudy Gobert who Gobert Gobert who you know is not the dude that's going to take you. That's not going to him. Uh, I'm he looking. wasn't the number one option. Let's let's be clear. Sure, yeah, but <laughs> okay. no. Him, okay, okay. Him, <laughs> him, Cat, and and Conley. If that's who you want to throw in the pie, is mm. not a four, a starting four, and, and you could put in whoever you want to put in at the two. It's not a starting four that's going to compete in the West. They yeah. know that before they made the trade. It, I'm sorry. I'm look. Well, we, yeah, we are yeah. peons in the in the. 
basketball thing. But I think all, right. all of us with the two with two eyes can look at that roster and look at the rest of the West and know they're not competing. You well, you kind of hit it on the head, and you know they brought back Nas Reed, who is a crowd favorite here now, and you know gave him a contract, and you know he earned it. Good for him. I, I you know I like Nas a lot, but you know we need more. We yeah. need more. Yeah. And, you know, and it's easy for us to sit up here on the show and say that because you know, we, we ain't the GM and trying to put together money in the contracts and stuff. But we, we need more and we need, you know, like I said, a player or two to be very, very consistent coming off the bench for us as well, because, you know, somebody goes down and it's the next man up. And too many times, you know, these guys just really aren't prepared coming off the bench. I guess that's why they're on the bench. But. You know, Minnesota is just dying for them Timberwolves to get back to that level, fellas. And, you know, this year, barring injury, because I don't think they're going to move Cat. They could. I'm, I'm just saying I don't think that they will. Mm -hmm. So we'll, we'll be able to see what this team looks like. And, you know, hopefully they can change it up with uh, the two big men in there at the same time. Yeah. Let, let's talk some football. Let's uh, talk some Minnesota Vikings here. Uh, shout out to uh, – Kesey in the Facebook live chat. What Shout out to you. What uh, up, Kesey? Rel, Rel Scott. What up, Rel? Appreciate what up? you, man. Up, um, Minnesota Vikings, man. Um, 13 and four season a year ago. Um, they had a lot of close games. They had the thriller in Buffalo. Um, they had a bunch of those games where it was just like, yo, there's something, you know, fraudulent about them and they right for the picking when it comes to the playoffs. And, you know, lo and behold, that first round, you go up against yes, Saquon sir. and the Giants, and they, they took y'all out. So And they um, should have beaten the Giants. Let me be very clear on yeah, my yeah. stance. They should have beaten the New York Giants. Yeah. They they facts. should have Maestro. Facts. And, and I Trey, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but you know, that game in particular, kind of the jump ahead and we'll go back in the season. But you know, I was on my show. I was not um I was not confident mm -hmm. for for that game. Obviously, in the regular season, you know, right before that, the Giants gave us a pretty tough game as well, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And that's what I was saying. I, I just said, you know, let's I said, I hope it doesn't come down to, you know, Saquon breaking one. Yeah, and he broke one and he broke one. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yep. You know, our, our defense was horrible. But, um, you know, yeah, that game was a very scary game. And obviously everything kind of came home to roost. So I'm sorry, Trey, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, that, that Giants game always scared the shit out of me, man. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. look, and and, and and let me just go ahead and tie this in. Cause I talked about the the uh the Timberwolves being me. And it seems right on over to the NFL. <laughs> the Vikings are cool with being mid, man. Look, say what you I believe Kirk Cousins talent wise. Throwing the football, just if you just look at him throw a football, he is one of the better quarterbacks in the league at just yeah, throwing a football. Yeah. But something about when you got to put it together on the football field that just don't put him in the uh, – you would think somebody with that arm talent, you could put him in the uh, – I mean, not necessarily with the – obviously not with the Mahomes and the Burrows and them, but maybe right up under there, you know. It, no, you're right. At his top, he he could be, uh, he could be ten. <laughs> at his, at his yeah. right now, he could be a t top ten quarterback. Yeah. Um, but oh, yeah, yeah. reason, I, I think he is. I think he is. Yeah. Now it's 
to piggyback on what Maestro just said now, if you follow and if you were here, and I am considered a cousin's hater by Vikings Twitter and people that follow me and a few people that, you know, listen to my show and everything. And I, it's like it's not like I'm a cousin's hater. I mean, he's you know, he's the Vikings quarterback. I'm, I'm pulling for Kirk Cousins, man. I want my Vikings to win the Super Bowl. But I think we've also kind of seen what we get with Kirk Cousins. So I call mm-hmm. myself a Kirk Cousins realist. Get the good with now, the bad. Right. Now, you know, a few weeks ago, quarterback drops on Netflix. You now, because obviously you guys follow different teams and whatnot, but Vikings Twitter, you know, we got God behind that offensive line. Yeah. Everybody was just like, oh, my God, Kirk Cousins. Oh, look, he's such a family man and his wife. And, oh, look at him read the story to his son and you know all this stuff and and he a great dude and he is phenomenal in the community up here so he's a great person he then does a lot of work in our community as well up here and in some of the neighborhoods and stuff but i i really think that minnesota you know the the ever popular motto minnesota nice <laughs> wink wink but um you know they are kind of okay with just oh shucks he's such a nice guy Oh, shucks, man. Look yeah. what he does off the field. Oh, that poor man. man. Look at him take those shots to the ribs and stuff. So the good thing about that show was it did humanize Kurt. Like, you know, I, you know, we knew he got hit a lot last year. You know, most of any quarterback actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we didn't get the flavor of them ribs until, you know, like I saw him and grunting and, you know, really expressing himself when he's getting laid out like that. But yeah, man, Minnesota fans. Are, are okay to a certain degree with just a good effort. You know, he gave his best. Gosh darn it, he tried. And he's a good family man and this and that. But I'm just like, he's got one playoff win. And I, I know it's a team sport, right? I mean, you know, Kirk can't just go out and do everything himself. And our defense was putrid the past right. few years. Right. You know, we're bottom of the barrel defense. Right. Yeah. Right. But as I said about Kurt, you know, when he got here, oh, Vince, how can you say that? Look at all these yards he's thrown for and stuff. I'm like, well, Washington loses. So they're playing from behind. Of course, you know, they're passing a lot more. You know, the, the stats were kind of hollow for me. Now, do I think Kurt Cousin can win a Super Bowl with the right pieces in place? Sure. You know, Trent Dilfer's got a Super Bowl ring. Absolutely. There's all kinds of quote-unquote game manager quarterbacks with rings. Yeah. So it's not like we need him to to ball out of this world. But I'll say it again. For Kirk Cousins to be successful, you basically have to have the best offensive line in football because he has – he's not mobile. He can't run a whole lot. So if he can sit back there in that pocket, that's when he'll kind of get a little OJ on you and slice you up. But the moment, and you know, I know it's easy. Well, of course, Vince, when there's pressure on the quarterback, that changes things. But he doesn't run. So, you know, his options are very limited. So we got to really bolster up this offensive line, which, by the way, the Minnesota Vikings did not do. They brought back all five starters. So unless these guys found found a way to play better, it's going to be very interesting to see if they can protect Kirk Cousins. Because, you know, you guys saw Netflix and, and that show. He can't take another season like that, I don't believe. Yeah. He takes some of those shots again. He ain't going to be able to kind of complete some of these games. So, um, you know, I so, I, yeah, I think Kirk Cousins is a top 10 quarterback. 
I think with the right stuff to help protect him. And obviously he's got some weapons to, to work with, but you know, that, that, you know, one and out last year, again, in the giants game, and then to speak on the, what you were saying too, coming back in these games, obviously they had the greatest comeback ever against Indianapolis. Yeah. The, the, obviously the bills game, you know, which was, you know, one of the most classic games ever. And then a game you're forgetting about, we call it the double doink game up here. Remember the that last second or last field goal when they played in London? It bounced mm, up off the crossbar, right. hit I the other that. bar, and fell through. I remember yeah. that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the the double doink game, as we call it. So, yeah, and that ain't going to be happening this year. You know, you ain't going to be coming back from 33, 35, 40 yeah. points yeah. down. 33 to nothing and come yeah. back right, to win. Right, exactly. Like, some wild stuff, man. But I mean, y'all y'all backed up some of the performances with, like, I, I recall oh, yeah. the egg I laid against Dallas at home. I recall yeah. that. That was the week after the Buffalo yeah, um, right. game, if I'm not yeah. mistaken, too. And uh, and y'all playing the Eagles, which was earlier in the season, but mm-hmm. you know they kind of ran y'all up out of town, also. Yeah. Um, no, Ralph yeah. Scott's got a comment here. Um, he says, "I agree with Vince Wright. The media in the Midwest is totally different from." Philly, Boston, New York. Absolutely. He would have been gone two, three years ago with just one playoff win. I agree with that. I agree with that. And and I will verify my statement. Kirk Cousins playing at his highest potential is a top 10 quarterback. Right now, he is not. I think he's a top 10 quarterback. But, you know, what does that really mean, you know, in terms of, of a certain thing? So, you know. Let's break it down. Like we said, the offensive line, they brought back all the same starters. So hopefully these guys can play better. Adam Thielen's gone now. So, you know, we're going to have a number, a new number two um, with the, the uh, wide Jordan receiver. Addison. Yeah, that we drafted out of SC. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Dalvin Cook's gone. So he's replaced. Yeah, and Madison is the guy, right? He, he And he's a baller, man. Let me tell you something. You know, in the games that he played last year, you know, most of them he rushed for over 100 yards. He's a fast dude. He he knows what he's doing. I feel bad. Love Dalvin Cook. But, you know, it's, it, it, I, you know, like, again, I, I keep saying this, I, as I said on my show, but it's just the wrong time to obviously be playing running back, back in the NFL yeah. as well. And, at, yeah, you know, Masson's going to come in there, but he got tweaked up a little bit yesterday in, in, in um, practice. So I doubt we'll see much of him in the preseason, but he's a solid dude, man. And I'm very excited for, you know, his future and what he can do for us this season. It's, you know, it's really going to come up to the defense, my friends on the Vikings. Um, you know, we got some new players on, on the defensive side of the ball, which are much needed. Lewisine in the backfield. He suffered a uh, compound fracture of the leg in that London game. And mm. so he wound up missing most of the year. He's back. He was a number, you know, our number one draft pick a couple years ago. So we're getting a little bit younger in the defensive backfield. And, you know, if we can just get a pass rush going here consistently. What about the Neil Hunter? Is he back? With them? He's back on a one-year deal, signed yesterday, yeah. or mm-hmm. was it the, yesterday or the day before? But anyway, back on a one-year deal. And, yeah, we need him to play like he did a couple years ago, you know, when it looked like, he, hey, this dude might be a uh, future Hall of Famer if, you know, if this uh, streak of his keeps going. 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, you know, just I haven't really followed too much of um, preseason out there at headquarters. I'm going to get into that a little bit more this weekend, but it's really going to come down to the Vikings defense and if they can make some adjustments there and the offensive line playing. Yeah, literally 10 times better than they did last yeah. year. Yeah, I don't know yeah. about that offensive line, bro. I thought y'all need to, to address that. Yeah. And, I, and the thing is, listen to us. We're talking about a 13 and four team, right? Right. It won't be 13 or 4 next year. I, that, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Certainly won't. I, I hope so, but yeah. I don't think so. Hey, you <laughs> might not need you might not need 13 wins to win no, the oh, NFC no, North. No, no, yeah, no, absolutely no. not. Absolutely not. No, no. Absolutely not. Absolutely. But the but the Lions are definitely on y'all heels. Well, you know, that's the thing. Obviously, you know, Detroit, and I said it last year. Even though the Vikings put together that season for kind of the second stretch of the season, man, you can definitely have made an argument that Detroit was the best team in the division. So here's what here's the here's the thing for Detroit. And on the show that I just posted to mine last night, I had a Detroit Lions fan, uh, one of the co-hosts on there. And will Detroit be Detroit? Will they find a way to just kind of keep being Detroit, finding a way to mm-hmm. lose these games and this and that? Or do they finally mm-hmm. build can, off of last year's success? I can understand that thinking. Yeah. And and go from there and then push, you know, as of right now, I would say Minnesota's the favorite. So let's say push the Vikings for that division crowd. Yeah. Yeah. And don't sleep on the Bears too, man. I I wouldn't sleep on them either. Why? Um, I'm not well, I'm not sleeping on anybody, man. I'm a Vikings fan. So I, you know, I've had my heart <laughs> broken all kinds of ways, brother. I'm not sleeping on anybody because I could sit up here and start talking crap about Green Bay. All of a sudden, Jordan Love lights lights us up and then, you know, does something. You know, the Bears, I got to talk a little bit with Justin Fields down at the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Nice. And, and nice. I, t- I told him, I said, as a Vikings fan, as long as you ain't playing us, I wish you all the success in the world. Because I, I, I'm a big fan of his. I was a big fan of his at Ohio State. Yeah. Uh, he's real cool, brother. You know, he didn't have to talk to me. And, you know, he spent some time with me down there, just me and him rapping. And he needs an offensive line. He just needs some protection yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and some receivers. So will the Bears give and him the that defense. or try and give him that? And a defense, too, because that, you know, yeah. they traded Roquan at the halfway point. And then mm-hmm. right after they did that, that's when you kind of saw the Bears offensively kind of you know, go on a run. It's just the defense was so bad. Right. No. Yeah. And that's the thing too. I mean, we know what, what Justin can do with his feet and, and all that. And and I know he takes criticism, you know, for the passing game and all this stuff, but you know, give him some real receivers to work with. Give him a a real nice tight end to work with. Well, but let's see what happens with DJ Moore with Daryl Mooney being at a two. We'll see how that works, but yeah. Yeah. But so, I ain't gonna but, hold you. The Bears yeah. ain't. The Bears gonna be. The Bears. It, this is a race between the Vikings and the Lions. I, I, I hate to be that guy. This. Yeah. It, it's a race between the Vikings and the Lions. I am sleep on the other two teams. For the division, yes, I agree with you there. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I will say this about the Bears. While car contention, I do believe they're legitimate to get one of those three wild cards. You think the Bears are getting the wild card this year? I think legitimately, I think they can be in contention for a wild card. This is the NFC we're talking about here. This ain't the AFC. I understand. 
You're saying <laughs> I just, I just, I, let's, okay, let's, be like let's be fan. real. Let's be real. Let's be real. Let's be real here. Let's be real. I love being real. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. We uh-huh. know Philadelphia. Philly. It's San Francisco. I I'll want throw you to see Dallas my in there. Dallas. I'll throw, I'll, I'll throw Dallas in there. Um, Minnesota. I think they make it, but you they know, I don't know. About, yeah. I, I don't know about the 13 wins. I don't know about that, but I, I okay. think they're legit. After that. It's, it's it's wide open. Well, you got to give the NFC West a spot, so there there's that. Well, so, the Niners. Oh, I said the so, Niners already. I hate you say the Niners. So I just want to be clear: the yeah. Niners, the Niners, the Eagles, the uh-huh. Vikings, and who am I missing in Dallas? In Dallas. South. And let's see whoever I'm missing in the South. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. So I guess four. we got to pick somebody so there. Four. Right. Okay. Now we're talking about Dallas. We're talking about well, really that's five. Really, it's five. So you're really you're really talking about two um, spots. You're really talking about two. But I get I get what spots. Maestro's saying though, because it is kind of wide open once you get really outside of Philadelphia. To be honest with you, um, you know, I mean, anybody can land anywhere. And yeah, you know, like do we like do we what, do we what, believe in the Giants? Do we believe I, in the Giants? Okay, so I think you stopped me. I think you stopped me before I was ready to be stopped then. Go ahead. So, again, <laughs> the Niners, the Niners, the Eagles, the Vikings, the uh, uh, whoever's in the South. No, whoever's in the South. We oh, you're talking about division winners. You're talking about division okay, winners. Okay, so, there, so there's three spots left. We right. know the Cowboys are going to be – the Cowboys are going to be there. We know whoever's going to win the North is going to be – whoever's going to be second place in the North is going to be in the wild card. So now we got one more. That spot. could be Chicago. That could be Chicago. So, oh, so, be. Again, so again, that could that could be Chicago. So you don't believe that the NFC North is between the Vikings and the Lions? No, yeah, I do. I think one of those. I think one of those two teams will win the North. That doesn't mean the team that doesn't win the North out of the two ends up in second place. Huh. Okay. No, yes, I, you, know, I, you get what I'm saying, right? Thanks, I get, you get what, what I'm you saying, say. right? I get okay, what you thank say. you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> so, how is it between the two teams if one don't, if one if the other one don't get the wild card? No, I'm not saying. So, for example, <laughs> if it's if it's Vikings and Lions, yes, right for the uh-huh. for the North, right? Yes. If the if the Lions win the North, the Vikings can still get a wild card. That doesn't mean that they're going to be the first wild card. It could mean they could be the second wild card. Hell, okay, they okay, the, they okay. Yeah, the third right. wild that's card. What that's, that's what okay. that's what I'm saying. Okay. And and it right. doesn't and it doesn't yeah. exclude it doesn't exclude the Bears. One hundred percent. Let me be from clear. getting the wild card. Right. The NFC North will not have three playoff teams. No, they, no, no, no. They won't. No, they it won't. won't. But, that's not what I'm but, saying. That's not even what I'm saying. That's yeah, not I even what I said. said. You just said one. You said that. You said the Vikings could win. Then the Lions could win, and then there's another well. No, 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 no. I said, I said, what I what no, I no. He said the Vikings. Is, yeah, yeah. That the Vikings, the Vikings aren't going to necessarily be that first wild card. You know, right? That, the Vikings could end up third in the division. Is what I'm saying. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, the Bears exactly. ain't making the playoffs. Let me be clear about that. The Bears are that, and I would, <laughs> I, and I would love to be wrong. I will, I will humbly say, in uh, December, December, January. Hey, I was wrong. But and here, it depends on how you feel about Seattle too. I don't I don't want to Exactly. Forget I, yeah, that. that's what I was that's what I was getting to. Okay. They're not making the playoffs. The NFC North is going to be the Vikings and the Lions. So you got Seattle as a lock. No, to make the playoffs. No, I, I do over the Bears, yes. 
Okay. If you okay. ask me to pick Seattle or Bears, I got Seattle. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I can't argue that. Yeah. I can't I can't argue that. And then uh, are the Rams are the, are the Rams still trash this going into the next year? Mm. I'm just asking a question. Mm. That's that's a tough question. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a tough question. Are, that, yeah, are they no, still no, no no Jalen Ramsey. Um they they still got Donald there. Um you, you can't you know count Cooper that Cup out. is healthy. Yeah. Well, then, uh, that helps, but you 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 would expect the bounce back. I'm you just expect- asking. I'm just asking. They're not going to be. They're not going to be. Cooper Cup healthy. I got them better than the Bears right now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, I don't think the I don't think the Rams are winning five games again. Um, yeah, this season. Sure. I think I think they'll be better. I don't know that they'll be a playoff. And team, if you had and if you had to place we'll a bet between who's more likely to win five or less games, the Bears or the Rams. I think you're taking the Bears right now. To win five yeah. games or less? Five games or less right now. If it's between the yeah, Bears, between of those the two. two teams. Of yeah. the two, yes, I agree. Of yeah. the two, I agree. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah so I, I mean, with respect to Justin Fields and the Bears, I ain't trying to hear that shit. <laughs> I ain't trying to hear that shit. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right. Wait, That's wait till right. we... Hey, hey. <laughs> if I'm you, wrong, you know, if I'm hey. wrong, hey, if I'm wrong, I will humbly, humbly hey. apologize. <laughs> I just had right. to apologize to Bud Crawford today, so I was. I, I was just about to bring that up. You yeah, know how I you felt. How you, you know how you felt about picking Errol yeah, Spence. Because, I will humbly apologize because you humbly. were challenged. I'm feeling challenged right now, and when it gets hey, time to make the predictions, this, this ain't this ain't the bet you want. I'm just gonna let you know right now. This ain't the bet you want. When, Hey, test me, bro. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm getting to that point. I'm Vince getting right, to that point. Vince Wright, the Bears, like, the Bears will not make the playoffs. I think the Bears will not make the playoffs this year. I think they'll have a better season. But again, you know, there's all kinds of other variables, you know. Sure. Uh, sure. Wild cards, who's winning what, tiebreakers, this yeah. and that, all that stuff, obviously. But no, I, I do look for the Bears to be improved this year. And I think maybe at a certain point of the season, people may be talking about a Bears playoff push. But ultimately, I think maybe mm-hmm. they may come up a little bit short. Fall short. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's that's what okay. I see. And then, you know, obviously um, the great unknown up there in Green Bay, Jordan Love finally getting his his turn to man the ship up there in Green Bay. So it, it, I, I will say this for the NFC North. It's going to be fun. It's going to be mm-hmm. very interesting to kind of see what happens this year. I'm actually very excited for our division and to see how all this plays out because, you know, we got a lot of stuff happening here. We got a lot of great football players. And, you know, yeah, let's just kind of see who does it on the field at this point. And that leads us to this question. Uh, this, is, this is our favorite part of the show. Uh, we asked folks their top five, and so Vince, um, disclaimer here. So um, every week we do these top five lists, and sometimes I get a phone call or my show will get a DM or right. somebody at work who've been watching the show is going to be like, yo, who the hell are you talking about? Like, your top five is trash. Like, what are you talking about and stuff? So instead of them coming at us, we we want them to come at you. So... I'm going to ask you this question, and then I'm going to ask you where people can find you at on social media. Top five players 
in the NFC North this coming season and let the folks know where they can find you at on social media. All right, cool. Uh, Jer Alexander, mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson, Daniil mm-hmm. Hunter, Aaron Jones. Kind of break it up a little bit. Throw some love to the big guys, David Bakhtiari and Aiden Hutchinson. Okay, I was about to say that, that and that might have been six. That's, I think that's six. Yeah, I think yeah, that okay. was six. I think that okay. was six. You got to um, do an honorable mention in there. So, Bakht- <laughs> so you got Bakhtiari. Let's go, I'll throw Aiden Hutchinson as the honorable mention. Okay. 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 All I would have right. put. I, w- I would have switched it, but I, I would have. I would have made Bakhtiari the the. Uh, Honorable mention and put the honorable Aiden. mention. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. But so. well, I kept him in because because you know the body of work. I yeah, mean, Aiden. You know, true, and, and, true, true. You know, I Aiden came in last year and did a phenomenal job and all that stuff. Um, but you know, David's been doing it for a very long time, and and I I just respect that dude. You know, I, I yeah. know he's Packer and all this stuff, but you know, I mean, when the dude has put in work like he's put in, yeah. Um, yeah, I've just sure. been very, very respectful of his game. So that's why he's on my list. Um, so, plug your social media one time so oh, they know ahead, where to find ahead. you in case oh, they yes. hate your list. Exactly. Uh, let's start off on Twitter at the big smooth one, the number one, as I say, after the big smooth. So Twitter at the big smooth one. You can also find uh, we got a Facebook group, um, Sports Done Right. Just go there and um, we'll. You got to get permission to get in, but we'll get you in there as well. And then I'm on Instagram, Sports Done Right there as well. And uh, yeah, I, I know I got to do what the kids do and get this TikTok going and all this other stuff. No, you that's don't. Where you can find me. No, you don't. Now, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, that's where y'all can find me, man. Hit me up anytime, and you know I'm I'm very interactive with the sports stuff. Yeah. Sure shout out to. Uh, Shout out to Rod Cowley two four seven in the YouTube. What up? What up? Um, so my my response to your link you to your list, Vince. So I can I can understand not putting Justin Fields on that list on that top five. Um, he he's in my top five for me, but that's just because of what I think he'll be able to do this coming season versus what he's done so far. Um, but the, the but the player that I got to mention here. Um, no love for CJ Garner Johnson. He went over to the Lions in the offseason and he had a he had a yeah, great no. year last year. Gotta do it for the you know, Lions. That's, that's, for that's the, Lions. the thing, man. Really? You know, really? We, yeah. we can, that's the oh wow. For me. Well, well, I mean, we can sit here, and that's the thing, too. Because you know, just like you said, Justin Fields was probably six or seven on my list. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just kind of went with more of a the body of work as well and trying to mix in some of this other stuff. But no, you're absolutely right, man. There's there, you know, you guys could come up with a list that is definitely arguably better than the one I I came up with. You know, again, that's why I'm so excited for our division, though. You know, we got some new faces. We got some new players, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and and it's really going to be I think it's going to be more of a cat fight than people are anticipating right now, especially up here in Viking land. I hope I'm wrong. I hope that obviously my team can can just walk away with it. But, you know, and especially when it comes to Detroit, the one thing I always say is when the Vikings play Detroit, it is never a given. Yeah. I don't care. Detroit can be 0-16. They can be 10-1. and I don't care what the record is. The Detroit Lions always play the Minnesota Vikings tough mm-hmm. year in and year out. 
So whenever they play that game, it's not just an automatic win for me. Right. And, you know, the Lions have definitely broke our hearts a couple of times, you know, the past few yeah. years as well. So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah when man, they were winless, like even the Warriors, right. when they were winless, they would, you know, yep. go into Minnesota or they would play you guys and they get like they yep. first win of the season or something. Well, that's Easy the thing, like because that. when you play a team that's owing whatever or one and whatever, mm-hmm. you don't want to be that team that loses, loses. to them. Right. Yep. So then you yep. start that's getting right. nervous and. All of a sudden, hey, man, we're down to Detroit by a field goal here late in the fourth quarter and, you know, start playing, you know, jittery football and all this stuff. But, you know, on paper, it should be between the Vikings and Detroit. Will that happen? We'll obviously have to wait and see. But I'm very excited to get this season going. And, yeah, shoot, I mean, Vikings got a game here in, what, a week or so now. So, yeah, we're off and running with the NFL, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Rod Cowley247 in the chat says uh, Dan Campbell tried to get a real lion on the sideline for the mascot. Yo, that would be that'd be insane. (laughs) That would be be so gangster. No, no, no. It would would be gangster. No, no. That'd be gangster. No. As someone who has it. Stop. You know, as someone with a day job in insurance, I'm just going to tell you right now that ain't happening. The liability alone is going to be crazy. Um, of course, you know, this be. ain't LSU where we're keeping, you know, the animals on the sidelines and stuff. But, hey, if they can pull it off, hats off to them. But um, I, I just think that Detroit will find a way to lose a game or two that will really kind of hurt them at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Hence, the Minnesota Vikings repeating as the division champs. All right. I like All right. it. All right. I like it. I like it. Hey, hey man. Always hey. good to see you, man. Always good hey, to see you. I appreciate it, fellas. I appreciate it. And I got to get you guys on Sports Done Right here and return the favor. Um, we got to talk about them Steelers. My dad being from Western Pennsylvania, I, I grew up with probably more, uh, you know, gold and black than Trey has now. And, you know, we got to get Trey back on here. Trey been up to the cities and stuff, man. We got to get Trey on and talk about these New York Knicks and them Baltimore Ravens. Yes, sir. And, and yes, real sir. quick, Trey, if I can just ask you real quick, What's what up? do you think about your quarterback and, and how he's going to be looking this year? Well, look, um, I think he's going to be an MVP candidate this okay. year. Um, and look, I, I said it once on this show a few weeks ago. I'm, I'm going to say it again. I, I think this team is going to the Super Bowl um, with the moves we made, this defense, um, <laughs> Maestro. you know, yeah, yeah, he can laugh all he want because he knows his team. Because he knows his team. Because no, he, no. I don't ahead. know that, but no, I, I was trying to let you talk. Finish your point. I was, I, I just couldn't hold the laugh. My boy, my bad. Oh, so. hey. My bad. My bad. <laughs> hey. Hey. The way you said it, the way you said it on the other show, it re, the way you just said it reminded me of the way you said it on the other show. And right, the same that was the laughter, intention. It brought the same laughter. Look, it is not even that is so far fetched. Obviously, y'all got a way better chance of going to the Super Bowl this year right now than Pittsburgh does on paper. Uh, yeah, right. But um, hey, man, it just don't seem feasible with the Bengals and the Chiefs. Like it just, I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. It just is. It just sounds funny when you say it out loud so confidently. It does. I love. I look, man. I'm I'm confident, bro. Hey, man, I'm, and I God love, bless you. The, Be confident. The moves, man. Look, the defense, man. Defense got better second half of the season. The man. great Michael Todd says it's only it's crazy until it happens. So it, it, there you go. 
There you go. So you got a right to be crazy. Me laughing at you is confirmation that it is crazy. But if it happens, then, 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 hey, I got to show you. Well, it's confirmation that you think it's crazy. Well, crazy is only a matter of opinion. It's only subjective anyway. Of course. Of course it is. I I don't think it's crazy at all. I mean, the moves we made, uh, the draft we had, the defense. Um, you know, we, we I, I mentioned Roquan Smith earlier in the show. Um, you know, we got him from Chicago and it kind of turned our defense around. And so I'm I'm really excited about what they're going to do this year. I'm excited about the offense, new offensive coordinator, um, you know, Zay Flowers. And hopefully that your former, well, my former Minnesota gopher, Rashad Bateman, can have an injury-free year. Yeah. Yeah, and facts. really show you what he's all about because you know when when he got out to Baltimore, man, I was like, may have been the steal of the draft. Unfortunately, injuries have kind of caught him here the past couple years, but yeah, man, if he yeah. can stay healthy, he's gonna ball out for you. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. I'm looking forward to you know seeing what he can do. I mean, he's coming off of a serious injury, so it, you know it's, it's going to be hard to expect him to really like have a quote unquote breakout you know, season, but, you know, with Odell Beckham there and now with Zay Flowers there and Nelson Aguilar is probably going to be the fourth receiver, which I kind of like him for that role. Um, yeah, this, this, this offense, you know, the sky's the limit. So I'm, I'm, I'm the, September 7th can't get here fast enough, man. For sure. It's, it's August sure. 1st. It's August 2nd, man. We got a, about a month left. I, I just want the games to start already. I hear you. I hear you. So, but no, man, thanks for having me on, fellas. Yes, sir. I, I love the show. Love what you guys are doing. Love the guests you have. And, you know, ever since you guys have kind of went over to the video format, man, you've taken it to another level. So, you know, Salute. keep chopping it up. Keep fading up a brother. You know, I'm actually wearing a hat, but I did get faded at the real <laughs> shot earlier today. <laughs> And uh, but no, nah, man, seriously, I just I, I appreciate what you guys do. Love listening to the show, man. And just keep doing what you're doing. For sure. Hey, appreciate man. You, man. Coming from you, man, that that's really that means a lot, man. It really oh, does. Man, you know, hey, ditto, man. And then I'm always here. Anytime you want that Minnesota angle, just get at me. And like I said, I'll be in touch soon because, you know, I've had Trey on before, but I got to get both of y'all on my show. So we right. can definitely get it chopped up there. So no, no doubt. I'll jump no doubt. off, let y'all get back to the show. But thanks for having me, fellas. All right, man. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. All right. Take care. And All peace love. to the chat room out there as well. No doubt. For no sure. Doubt. For sure. For sure, bro. Okay. Peace. 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 Uh, that was the homie Vince Wright right there, folks. Uh, check out his podcast, Sports Done Right. Uh, you can check that out on Spreaker.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, got some amazing things going on there. And, you know, obviously he covered the Super Bowl and all this good stuff. So he's, you know, he's doing, you know, he's, he's stepping his game up too. You know, I've been paying attention, you know, the past few, you know, couple of years and he's, you know, been getting his platform out there, you know, to the open as well. So, for sure, you know, for sure. doing, doing some, doing some dope stuff right there, man. Um, what, what you got, bro? I don't got nothing because I don't got nothing, man. But no, I'm lying. I, and I think you jinxed me because I don't know what the hell is going on with my. But you jinxed me that before we got on talking about I might be coming down with something. <laughs> you just, uh, I just want you to know that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but I want to make this challenge official since you said you don't like to be challenged. Yep. I don't see the Bears being the eighth seed in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Well, the eighth seed doesn't 
get I know. to go to the postseason. I know. I know exactly okay. what I said. Oh, okay. I don't oh, see them being be, the eighth seed you're in the NFC. <laughs> you're trying to be slick with it. So I, No, I want it to be a direct challenge. Oh, okay. Well, look, bro. And you know what? Screw it, yo. That's a safe bet. Early, early prediction. Hot take right here. Uh, no, nah, I, I get it. I get it. And I, I, I'll, I'll pro- I'm going to probably go open up the FanDuel Sportsbook once we're done here and look to see what the odds are for the Bears to make the playoffs. And I'll be honest with you, bro. I, I, I may play that number, bro. Matter of fact, I'm going to play that. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm right. going to play that. Post it. The Chicago it. Bears. The Chicago Bears are making the playoffs this year. Post it. NFC. Post yeah, the money. Oh, I will. Post oh, it. I will. Oh, I will. Oh, I will. Bet. Oh, I will. I got Bet. no problem with that. You, you know, I you know I post. I've been posting a lot of you know parlays and all that stuff on Twitter. So ain't, ain't no shame in my game. I bet. That. So Bet. yeah, yeah. We you know this, this is and people can find it. We on YouTube. We on Twitter and all this stuff. So we ain't no hiding from this. So y'all y'all want to holler at me at the end of the season? That's all good too. So um, all right, yes sir. Get us out of here, man. Uh, yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. Um, hey, man. Um, appreciate everybody in the chat tonight, man. Um, chat was pretty popping tonight. And, um, you know, thanks to Vince Wright for coming through, um, you know, talking some Minnesota sports and all that good stuff. Um, you know, top five list was dope as well. Um, folks, continue to follow us on our social media. Um, hit us up on the Twitter handle at Barbershop SPOR2. <laughs> We also got the YouTube channel. Uh, make sure you tell a friend to subscribe. Um, got some good content going right now. Also, we got the Facebook page. Make sure you click the like button. Um, hit us up on the gram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Um, hit us up on email if you got questions or comments about the show. Uh, Barbershop Sports Talk One at gmail.com is the email address. And then uh, um, make sure you guys follow, you know, make sure you guys uh, write a review on any of those platforms, um, whether it's Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio. Um, let us know what you think about the show with a review that goes a long way. So um, that's it for the show, folks. Uh, Maestro, another good one, man. Yes, sir. Got another one out of the way, folks. So uh, peace, love, happiness, folks. Y'all have a great week. And as always, folks, mind your damn business. Drink some water. Thank you.